So the super fans are really super excited. The album Golden is released in April, although much to probably Kylie's disappointment, most super fans are secretly hoping it's going to leak before then. But this is the perfect time to go back through her back catalogue, look at all her previous albums and see how they've stood up over time, basically. So we're going to start with the first album tonight. I've got Simon and uh, Michael joining me via Skype. Welcome, guys. Thank you so much for having me in. Good to have you both on. So we start with the Kylie album. We're going all the way back. Pretend you're in a time machine, guys. We're going back to 1987, really. Now, I know the album didn't come out till 88, but the journey for fans, and I know some of you came on board a little bit later, but the journey for a lot of fans began in 1987 with the release of... And I'm just going to make this really clear, Locomotion, because a lot of people think I Should Be So Lucky was the first single. It wasn't at all, was it, guys? It was Locomotion. No, yeah, that's right. It was Locomotion, and it was while she just was doing Neighbours, I think. Famously, and then she, left she did a football benefit concert. Um, she also did I Got You, Babe, uh, the Sure song, but uh, Locomotion was that impromptu one that she just had ready to go. Um, and apparently, according to, remember Jim who played Neighbours? His name was Alan Dale in real life. Yeah, he, he, he's become a big American big voiceover American actor. actor. That's right. Yeah. But, but he recalls that night vividly, and he just says he was blown away by this little songstress mm. belting out this huge song and he knew then according to him that she was going to be big musically michael do you remember the famous story about when kylie went to london for a week with her manager and was meant to meet with these famous songwriters yeah i actually do um she was supposed to uh she only had a week uh, because filming with uh neighbors was pretty hectic at the time so she had only uh, a couple of days i think in london um, and they forgot the meeting with Kylie. Um, so this, she turned up to the studio, cut the story short. Um, basically, gosh, shit, we've got Kylie sitting here. Um, and one of, I think it was uh, Stock, uh, it was a Stock, I think. Uh, one of the one of the boys said, ah, well, I sh- she should be so lucky. Yeah, well, basically, right. she's in our waiting <laughs> room. She should be so lucky. She yeah, wants, she a, she so wants lucky. a hit song. Exactly. So that was uh, written in about 30 minutes, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Recorded, Recorded in an hour or so. And apparently, I, I like this part of the story. Apparently, she she came into that office a few times that week while she was in London and she was basket weaving, of all things, or crocheting. I can't remember which one it is. I think the version changes depending on who's telling the story, but she was doing something crafty <laughs> in the waiting yeah. room of, of the PWL office. It's, it's quite familiar. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I would presume... That would be, she was being so ecstatically excited and anxious and she probably thought, oh, I've got to do something to keep my mind occupied. Well, she's a creative soul, isn't she? And that was the beginning. So the legend goes that she recorded that song, she flew back to Australia and they were excited uh, at the product that they eventually produced. And one of them, I can't remember who, one of the three flew back to Australia to apologise to her, actually recorded two of the songs. And people can correct me if I'm wrong. I think Got To Be Certain and maybe Turn It Into Love were recorded while... Um, in Melbourne and then they encouraged her to come back and record the rest of the album and the rest is history of course yeah um, you know I Should Be So Lucky was actually the first single in London in England sorry yes, um, it was. whereas Locomotion was uh, Australia um, correct correct yeah and then Gotta, and Gotta Be Certain was actually filmed also in Melbourne um, yeah along the river yeah the famous uh, South Yarra 
Um, a fan recently went back there. I don't know if either of you noticed this, and and and, and, and recreated all the spots. And I couldn't believe how yeah. accurate he got them. It was phenomenal. He got exactly the right spots. <laughs> yeah, I should have done the same yeah, thing. Um, Let's recap the album. It was released on the 4th of July, 1988 by PWL. Um, in the United States, it was released by Geffen Records. The album was, of course, produced by Stock Aiken and Waterman, who also wrote, wrote nine of the ten tracks on the album. Locomotion is the exception there. Uh, look, how does it rate with both of you? When you think of the Kylie album and that famous cover with the, the bouffant hair, poking out of that black hat which he later recreated for the 25 year anniversary i think it was how does it sit with you both now this album i just think it's iconic and um it um i think it's just brilliant today as it was then to be honest um i, I think the same too it launched her career internationally so it wasn't just australia it was internationally yeah and when you hear it i, I, I love old school kylie when i hear the songs these that these days it's but they're still very sounding current <laughs> and very like uh you know old school legendary yeah. song that yeah. i mean like i can want to have a craft and kylie also did have the craft she was selling these songs it was oh, her yeah um, it was so pure ma it was pure magic between exactly them all. people it was manufactured pop yes but it was kylie that was really selling the, the whole package you know we got to give yeah. it to her and um and in the U in the us you had a couple of hits there not just locomotion um, and also, I oh, Should Be So Lucky was in the top 30. And uh, Turn It Into Love was also released in America for the American yeah. market. I find it really yeah. interesting that um, Kylie, at the time, she actually confided in a journalist that she didn't like the album oh, oh so much. She was um, not very happy with her voice. In fact, I think the quote was, it doesn't even sound like me. It would have been a whirlwind, the recording process, and, yeah. and and she's a very creative person, and she really didn't get to input, and as we know famously later, that's what she campaigned for very strongly. She wanted more creative control. So that first album experience, I'd love to ask her this, I don't think it was very satisfying for her, and I think she was surprised by the product. She got labelled as, um, as this singing budgie, mm. and her voice was pretty annoying for people that were calling her that you know um so it, it would have been really really hard for her not to like her songs let's let's go back uh, let's go through uh, the track so obviously we've got the, uh, the, the number one track it's a 10 track album we've got i should be so lucky number one number two the locomotion which of course stock aiken and mortimer super fans know they wanted it re-recorded in fact they hated the australian version that was number one for about six or seven weeks it was also the highest selling single in australia in 1987 je ne sais pas pourquoi what do we think of that a fantastic it's virtually a ballad isn't it really her first ballad i think it's so trendy je ne sais pas pourquoi it was very uh, even the video she looks amazing beautiful video uh, and it's had a story michael that's right and it was just a I mean, and, she, and her, her and France, even to this day, she loves Paris, and then they see yeah. her icon. And but that video was just uh, black and white parts, and it was color. It was just she spoke, you know, um, even French in it. Um, so she always that had was French awesome. influence, didn't she? she? I mean, it's carried yeah. right through her career. She absolutely adores France, and and the French influence in her work as well. But yeah, you could see it. That was the first time in Je ne sais pas. It's No Secret oh. was track four as well. Now, It's yeah. No Secret was 
filmed um, up in far north Queensland, I think, the video clip for that. Port Douglas. Port Douglas, there you go. And, yes. what I, and, and, and the part I really love about that video clip, I know it's really, really... Um, Probably gay is the only word I can think of, but I love the fact that Locomotion's playing at the beginning of that video clip while she's working in the bar. Yeah, yeah, and he's uh, oh, he's, yeah, that's right. yeah. yeah, he's a cheater too. He, he's cheating on her. He is. Right <laughs> well, in front of it's the stupidest, it really. It, it really is. It, uh, don't get me wrong, I love it, but it's really stupid. I mean, he's cheating on her. He doesn't go to any effort to conceal it. He actually takes money off her and che- <laughs> cheats on her right in front of her, right in a seat in front of her. <laughs> But, anyway, but aren't, aren't, aren't all Kylie's guys still doing that? Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Ooh, sorry. There you go. Might have been a, a premonition, you reckon. So then, oh, I don't know. The, one of the other biggest tracks on the album was track five, uh, Got To Be Certain. Fantastic song. And actually, I only learnt recently, to my shame, that that was actually heavily sampled. I love the words where it says, uh, I've got some friends who say, boys are all the same. They're not look, they're only yes. looking just one thing. Just um, one thing you, yeah. Like that. <laughs> but anyway, that was um that was my favourite part of the What about the part in the video clip where she's doing the photo the photo shoot? It's just so camp, isn't it, eh? I <laughs> loved it at the time so which actually became the single cover too, one of the shots out of that. Uh, Turn It yeah. Into Love was track six yeah. on the Kylie album. Turn It Into Love. That, I, I actually thought it was probably one of the most mature moments on the album. That one was, of my uh, favorites. My favorites. <laughs> yeah. Good on you. There you go. One of my favorites. And number one in Japan, by the way. It was released in Japan. Wasn't it huge Such in a... Japan, Michael? Yeah, massive. Yeah. Yeah, but was. no video. Like, I, there, I always had a rumor. I had a friend who was big into Kylie with me when we were both young lads when this album came out. And the rumor was remember, no internet back then. The rumor was that there was a video in Japan that you could only see in Japan. But. Uh, the internet's never proven that to be right. And track seven, I Miss You, another good track. Very um, American sounding, isn't it? Old school kind of stuff. Very much so. I miss you. Whoa, I miss you. <laughs> yeah, Classic uh, Stock Oak and the Waterman. Track eight was I'll Still Be Loving You. Very slow tempo song for this album. I love that. Yeah, I love that. And tra- um, track nine is one that I've, I've got a real thing about. Look My Way. I absolutely love it. Oh, it it's very wow. jazz-esque, and Kylie always had leanings towards jazz, in my opinion. And this song was the beginning of it. She performed this on Hey Hey It's Saturday completely uh, and it. utterly <laughs> live, which was very yeah. exciting at the time because people yeah. said she was only a mimer. Yeah, she needed to sing that live because uh, Australia was turning on her. Um, and she so, wanted- yeah showcase that she can sing live vocals you know but I, I, I remember watching that and i was just blown away i thought wow if i loved her if i just loved her i couldn't love her anymore after that no she looked fantastic and sounded good and she sang with uh wilbur wild and the band the hey hey band it was it was a it was a big moment actually it was a yeah it was lovely i've always wanted Darryl, to, yeah. to put this on tour though as I, I reckon this could be a smoky jazz version of this song could be remade and i've been waiting for it for years but they just don't hear my pleas and then famously love at first sight track 10 but not the famous love at first sight the first album love at first sight because this began the like i suppose the tradition of kylie having multiple songs with the same name um the other one was it right here wait no right here right now i know that wasn't a double yeah that was as well right here right now was it? let's get to it track as well <laughs> let's get to it that's right that's right but love at first um, sight what do you both make of that version the uh, the original album track 
It was a fi- uh, to me. That was probably a filler. Like to me, that was probably my least of the um, yeah that I was very fond of. Oh wow! Well, okay. Yeah. yeah, it was just. It was okay. It was okay. It was meant to be the fun way to, to end the album too, the big sort of like you know how enjoy yourself is the final track on enjoy yourself. This is meant to be that arms in the air. I didn't quite capture you by the sound of it, Michael. But no, it, no, no, but it was okay. I agree with uh, Michael. It uh, it wasn't bad. It was not you know. And the whole album, of course, tinged with that whole idea of you know girl looking for love, girl boyfriend romance breakup heartache that's that, i mean that was her at the time too wasn't that was charlene at the time and and we we do have to mention before we go the cover what do we make of the cover and the back cover too i think she's got two little fingers in her mouth doing a bit of a whistle <laughs> well, i love i love the front cover it's very iconic very kylie very uh, yeah. 87 oh you know that was perfect for me now, do you, do you both realise too that album cover almost didn't yeah. come to be because there's a there's a note she released a, a book, late, uh, La 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 I think it was called. Will Baker actually compiled it later in her career, and there's a handwritten note from somebody um, in Mushroom Records. I'm pretty sure it was, who wrote something along the lines of "What's with the hair?" or "Get rid of the hair." So there what there actually was a question mark over that cover. Because it is, like, it's it's pretty bold, isn't it? That hair popping out of that, if you can call it a hat, looks like a broken hat, actually. Not that I know much about fashion. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was, I was going to ask you um, on, on a completely different um, song. It's called Made in, he- Made in Heaven. I love that song. Well, they, re- they that, repackaged yeah. it as the Kylie Collection in Australia only, I believe. Uh, Made, oh, okay. Made in Heaven was part of that, yeah. And, and that had... Yeah. Um, an interesting cover too. It was a beautiful black background with her and a, a hat yeah. wearing white pajamas. It looked like I remember, but yeah, maybe sitting down or something. Yeah, she was cross-legged, yeah. and, and yeah. I, I remember owning the vinyl and the cassette of that. And um, Made in Heaven was on that. Made in Heaven, that video clip. Wow, yeah. cheap, yeah. but pretty yeah. pretty iconic again for Kylie fans. It's yeah. a one kiss, Made in Heaven. <laughs> Absolutely, and she remade it as yeah. a ballad too around. <laughs> Um, Showgirl Homecoming, I think. She remade that as a ballad. Beautiful version as well. That's our retro review on Kylie, the album. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much, Tim. Nice to meet you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Tim. Bye-bye.